Not just the Mercy Watchers, but everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Richard Ludwig from the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. I have the privilege of serving as president there, and I'm in beautiful Napa, California today for the Napa Institute's annual conference. And I have Jason Simon with me today from Evangelical Catholic. Hi, Jason. Great hey. to have you with us today. Great to be here. Thank so you. tell us about your organization. What do you do with Evangelical Catholic? Yeah, the Evangelical Catholic was formed in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, doing campus ministry at, at, at the UW-Madison. Mm. And um, what we do is we equip lay people to go into the world to make disciples. And so what, what we found in our work at UW-Madison, we were doing it in person, is this, the students were very quick to respond to the gospel and to respond to growth and discipleship and formation. And that when we equipped them for evangelization on campus, they, they went to campus in, in very creative ways and reached places that the Catholic Center had not reached yet. And uh, the movement just started growing as more lay people reached, reached out to new places on campus. New people came who we who were working at the Catholic Center didn't know. And they were reaching places we could never have reached. No program that we were running could have reached. And, and so it was just very exciting. It was like, kind of like the early church. So what was the secret sauce? What was it that was different about that kind of evangelization? You know, in, in priestly formation, there's, there's um, intellectual formation, spiritual formation, pastoral formation, human formation, these four pillars. Uh, but when you think about the lay vocation, oftentimes there's not a robust formation. There's not robust training for our post, our jurisdiction, our mission in the world. And so I, I think that's, that's what we provided the students is just robust human formation through mentoring and one-on-one -on -one meetings right. uh, with people who were, who were uh, further along in their discipleship. Uh, some intellectual formation, training, spiritual formation, pastoral formation to listen uh, well, to not turn people off by uh, sharing the gospel too early or being judgmental too early in a relationship. That pastoral <laughs> formation is, uh, is key. Sort of helping so, people learn patience with yeah. their brothers and sisters. Yeah. And, I mean, it happens in the context of, of a small group right. that meets for, um, for months uh -huh. and where people grow in friendship and experience, um, experience the beauty of friendship and prayer together as brothers and sisters. That's where a lot of the formation happens. Yeah. The, the organization started there at... UW Madison. Yep. And then has it gone elsewhere? Yeah. So I think now we have 165 contracts around the country, mostly parishes, because that's where uh -huh. the most in immediate need is, is found. But uh, 40 campus ministries. And we also work with um, some military bases here domestically and overseas. What do you see as the, as the next frontier? Growth of the organization? different channel? Yeah. What, what do you, what do you think is going on? Well, I think there's a paradigm shift, shift happening in the church right now. Uh, when I came into the church in the late nineties, two thousands, what, what I saw, and I think what we all saw is uh, parishes and campus ministries trying to grow the number of programs that they had, grow their menu, mm -hmm. uh, you know, add more things in the bulletin for people to get involved in. Mm -hmm. And so they were effectively pulling lay people out of the world and plugging them into the parish. Uh -huh. 
Uh-huh. And, and I think the new apostolic movement in the church is to push lay people out into corners of the world where, where church workers can't go, where priests can't go, and to train them to be lights, to be salt right. in those places. Sort of like so Holy Father Francis, go to the peripheries, the peripheries right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So speak to us about the sort of the impetus for the laity to step forward that came from the Second Vatican Council. I mean, it sounds to me like your organization is really answering the call of that council in the mid 60s. And now we're seeing that the Holy Spirit kind of knew what was gonna go on and why why the laity needed to step forward. Right. Well, that's a a big thing that we're trying to bring back to the fore is the the jurisdiction of the laity in the secular Mm -hmm. and in finding holiness in the ordinary activities of life. And, and not finding holiness by leaving your job and coming to work for a church or by getting more plugged into the church. So yeah, it's, it's all there in, in the decree and the laity and Lumen Gentium from mm-hmm. Vatican, Vatican II, John Paul II. And so, yeah, we're, we're trying to bring that back. And um, it's been said, uh, Father Michael Sweeney said, uh, the church lacks an imagination for lay agency. Ah. The, the church has not seen lay people uh, being holy, uh, being vibrant, zealous witnesses in the world and being fruitful in that uh-huh. hasn't seen the power of the lay vocation uh, rise up yet. And, and so because of that, we keep trying to pull them in because right, right. we've, we've seen priestly agency. Mm-hmm. We've seen parish agency. We just we haven't seen lay agency operative yeah. in the world. Well, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> and God bless the work of Thanks Evangelical so Catholic. I'm glad UST, the University of St. Thomas is part of your family yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of outreach. Great work. And uh, I want to thank you for joining us today. I've been speaking with Jason Simon today. So thank you, Jason. It's been great to be with you. God bless you.